the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Welcome to Simply for Women. It's going to be a great day because we are talking about the Lord's Prayer. I recently did a sermon at the church next door. As you know, that's my happy place on the west side of Columbus. And I hope you'll come see me. Come find me. Let's go to church together. But anyway, here it is, the sermon on the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is like the secret sauce of prayer. The Lord's Prayer is so precious. It's so good. It's so powerful. And you, I, what I want to do today is to teach you how to linger with the Lord's Prayer, how to savor the Lord's Prayer. That's my goal. Last night, Pastor Doug did the Lord's Prayer. And he has a totally different perspective on it. And at 11, Pastor Doyle's going to do the Lord's Prayer. And he has a totally different perspective on it. But you have me, and we're going to savor it. And that's how we're going to look at the Lord's Prayer today. I love the Lord's Prayer. It it is one of my favorite prayers. I've learned to enjoy it and to pray it quite often. Isn't it good to be together today? Isn't it good to be in church today? I just love being with you guys. Wow. I just love being with you. I'm glad we get to look at his word. I'm glad we get to be together. And I'm glad that we get to look at the Lord's Prayer today. I love this quote. It's from the Archbishops of Canterbury and York. It says, at the heart of our prayers will be words that Jesus himself taught us. It's simple enough to be memorized by small children, yet profound enough to sustain a whole lifetime of prayer. Archbishops of Canterbury and York. Isn't that true? And we want to look at the Lord's Prayer today as a prayer that's going to sustain you through your entire life. It's also, we're going to look at it in Matthew, but it's also mentioned in Luke 11, if you want to go back and look at that sometime. And I backed up just a little bit to Matthew 6, 6, before we get started. This, you know, Jesus said to the disciples, when you pray. When you pray, he expected to hear from us. There were certain things we know he wanted us to do. He, he, he was baptized, right? He was dedicated. He, he said, when you fast. And he said, when you pray. And they wanted to learn. They had this hunger to learn. But right before he does this, let's look at Matthew 6, 6 to 14. It says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, don't keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. 
Don't be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. I love that. He knows what you need before you ask. It is so interesting to me because I was thinking about that verse and I was gathering yesterday at Olive Garden with a group of girls and we were talking about our jobs and we were talking about different things and, and the, the one girl, she said, you know, I want to make a, a plan so that one day, maybe in 10 years, I'll get to retire to serve the church, to serve God, like full time, like maybe in 10 years, you know, kind of a dreaming type conversation. Uh, You know, she said, I want to go to Kenya with you one day. And it was just this one day. And then uh, she looked at me and we had this moment that struck me because of this verse. She said, you know, God knows all this before I ever even prayed it. It was deep in her heart. And you may have things like that in your life. They're already, they're in there. They're dreams. They're, these are visions from him. And he, he already knows. But he loves hearing from us. It's just like we love hearing those things from our kids, don't we, when they share those special things. And so he wants to hear from us. But we were, we were talking about this exact passage. And, you know, you think about when, when you go in secret and, and all these things about prayer, sometimes I always thought, well, we needed long and, and lengthy and big and better and, and I would I wanted more people to show up for prayer. And I like this morning I think three of us prayed together. But I was talking one day to my mentor Melon in Kenya and she said, Oh no, that doesn't apply to prayer meetings. Uh, the number doesn't matter. And I said, Well what do you mean? Yeah it does. How cool would it be if like five hundred people showed up to pray. And she said, yeah, well, that would be cool. But in Joshua, it said one can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight. And where two or more are gathered in his name, he's in the midst. And when you pray together, so sometimes with prayer, we can think a little smaller and it's okay because the results of prayer are big. And when we pray, Small prayers, sometimes big things happen. So let's look at the Lord's Prayer. And at the end of the service, we want to definitely pray the Lord's Prayer to get together. Um, so, he, so here it begins, and it begins with our Father who art in heaven. We know that, right? Some people call this prayer the Our Father. I love that. Our. He's ours. He's yours. He's mine. And he's ours. He's the whole world's Father. They don't necessarily always recognize him. Sometimes we push him away or we might reject him or we might doubt him or question him or whatever, but he is ours. And that, to me, makes this prayer very personal from the get-go. And I love personal, and I love how personal Jesus is. He's our Father. So just remember that when you start to pray. He's yours. You belong to him. He created you, and he's yours, and you are his Father. What about the father part? You know, we rush past that. A lot of time when we pray, our father who art in heaven, da 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 No, 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 pause. And I want you to do this prayer this week, pausing at literally each section. And when you get to father, I want you to pause, and I want you to really think about the fact that God is your father. You know, we all have earthly dads, don't we? Some are dead, some never showed up, some are gone, Some are present, and some are the best, the best earthly dads ever. I want to think about the best earthly dad that you could imagine. The best earthly dad, he offers great vision for the family, doesn't he? Some of them have 
brought you here today. Because dad's like, we're going to church, family. I love that about dads. My dad always took us to church. That's where we were on Sunday. Visionary. Dads are visionary. They see the big picture. I love a good earthly dad because they protect. They protect. They provide. A good earthly dad shows up. He's present. He's there. He knows you're there. And he loves you. A a good earthly dad is disciplinary. You know? Sometimes we don't like that, but a good earthly daddy, he disciplines us. He makes sure that we we stay on the right track, doesn't he? And he does it in love. He does it in love, but he does discipline us. He knows it all. He knows the finances. He knows the plan. He knows where you're going, what you're doing. He, He cares about all of it, doesn't he? A good earthly dad cares if you go to college, don't go to college, go to the military, don't. He, he, he sees the big picture because He cares about your life and where you're going, and you carry his name. You carry his reputation everywhere you go. You know, in our family, we put our napkin in our lap. We sit up straight. We say thank you, right? A good earthly dad. I love it. And that is the mirror of a good heavenly dad. And God is a good, good father. And I love that when I just say our father because we have to to embrace this. I want to read you a verse that's not on your screen, but it's in Romans 8, 14. It says, all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God, daughters of God. For you didn't receive a spirit of slavery back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by, as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. And the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God and heirs of God. I love that. There's an actual Holy Spirit transaction that takes place in your heart and mind to recognize that he's your father and he's a good, good father. And God can give you that. I actually remember a moment when that happened. And you think, well, you don't don't need that to happen if you have a good earthly father. Oh, yeah, we all need that to happen. No matter what your situation, at some point, a transaction to take place that he is my dad, Because only God can do some things, right? But anyway, I I was on a walk. I was praying the Our Father. I was praying the Lord's Prayer. And I I was walking by a creek. It was actually the creek where my little brother was baptized. And I was just thinking about all these things. But I don't know. I decided to pray the Lord's Prayer. And in that moment, I, 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 I knew the transaction had happened. I got it. I just, I had my moment. I get it. You are my dad. And I pray that you'll get that moment when you begin to do that this week because he loves you so much. He, he get, God gets the best dad ever award. He's in heaven. <laughs> you know, we're on earth. And we, we think about things from the earthly perspective, but he's not. He's in heaven. Let's look at a few verses. Psalm 61, 2, from the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock. That is higher than I. Psalm 108.4. For great is your love, higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the sky. And one more, Isaiah 55.9. This is a memorable verse. As high as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So our Father, who art in heaven, his ways are higher. 
And when we just remember that, it brings a peace to us. When we just realize that. You know, many times I'll pray for the church and I'll say, God, you're in charge. You are the king of kings. You are the boss of bosses. You are the Lord of my life. And that is a great way to pray with the, in heaven. Just begin to put him up there. Because we want to take control, don't we? We want to fix it. We want to change it. We want to strive to make it all happen. We want to work harder. We want to do it all. But his ways are up here. And he can see everything. And when we just let him lead, we have the results that we actually want to see happen. (laughs) You know, I remember... Uh, literally days before they closed all the airports uh, for coronavirus. And it was Friday. I had our team ready to go to Kenya. And when I say ready, I mean I was packed. We had had our final meeting. We had paid our dues. We had our tickets. We had sweat and prayer and tears over this trip. And it was Friday night, and I was talking to my father-in-law. And you have to see, my father-in-law is one of those great earthly fathers as well. Uh, utmost, utmost respect for him. And I, 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 so much wisdom from that man. And I don't know that I've ever balked at many of the things that he said to me, you know. And we're on the phone. And, and dad says, uh, you're probably not going to Kenya. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.